And we're live. Hey there. Hi there. Happy almost Memorial Day for the Americans. Yeah. And me. Yeah, I guess our long weekend was last week, or like this Monday, last Monday. I forgot yep. that they're yep. split up. I'm going to Denver for the long weekend. For uh, sports? Or for no. visiting? Why? Is there something sports happening in Denver? No, I was wondering if you had like a tournament or something going on. Oh, no, Quidditch, no. Uh, it just, it's a three-day weekend, so we just wanted to, like, go somewhere cool. for okay. it. Take yep. advantage of uh, the extra day off. Yeah. Uh, Denver flights were cheap back when we bought them, so we're just going to go tour around the city. Cool. Yeah, we're going to go check out, uh, like, some museums, some parks, obviously. Uh, there's a big, I guess, concert hall that's kind of out in, like, the mountains-ish. Okay. It's kind of hiking stuff there around there, so we're going to check that stuff out. Uh, we're also going to go to this um, wolf, like, like kind of like a zoo, but like a wolf habitat, like a nature oh, habitat kind of thing. Dope. All right. That yeah. caters just to wolves. That's cool. We're not doing the, like, interactive tour where I think you can, like, you know, pet them and like, maybe feed them. We're just doing the, like, walk around sure. tour. Um, Makes sense. Sure. That's kind of cool. We wanted to rent a car. Yeah. And on the car rental page, which I guess was through the airport, uh, the cheapest one was this big ass pickup truck. Nice. Okay. <laughs> which I really didn't want. Yeah. Uh, I Because I, honestly, I just want like, what's the cheapest one yeah. that has good reviews and is automatic? That's what I need. Sure. Um, and the answer by a significant margin was this big ass pickup truck. Okay. Because, well, like, the next one that was, like, the next, like, few that were, like, even close to its price mm-hmm. were from, they had, like, bad reviews. They weren't even showing, like, a picture of the vehicles and stuff. It was just this weird, like, generic template. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, man. And when I finally got to, like, a, a you know, a small, like, sedan or whatever, it was, like, an extra 20 bucks a day. And I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll just drive this huge truck around. <laughs> Great. Um. So that'll be that'll be part of the trip, part of the adventure. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that's cool. That'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. When when yeah, you okay. go then uh, tomorrow? I'm guessing tomorrow evening we fly out and then we'll come back on Monday. People should um, Twitter you if they have any recommendations. Yeah, I mean we're we're already kind of booked, but we definitely put it. We also booked in like some free time for just like touring around a little bit. So if people do know of some like denver secrets or whatever yeah shoot him my way my, my twitter um you got any plans for the weekend uh no did the, you do anything for your long weekend uh well the girlfriend had it off so we just kind of hung out and because she hasn't had many days off recently so it was kind of nice to just be able to chill out and she sure. started breath of the wild so i just sat there and watched and hung out and, okay yeah all right that's a good game. That's a great game. Yeah. That was my game of the year. <laughs> was it your game of the year? And I believe, yeah. Uh, or was, I think wait, it was John's. No. no, it was my number two. I think my game of the year was Mario. Yeah, I think it was too. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds correct. Yeah. So yeah, seeing that game again has been interesting. I forgot how nice that game looks. Oof. Looks good. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's a solid Zelda game. One of the best, in my opinion. Pretty good. <clears throat> um, 
I didn't talk about this last time, or maybe it was two weeks ago. I don't even remember now, and I meant I wanted to, but I did see Detective Pikachu. Okay, I've been wanting out. to hear some people's opinions on it before I went. I heard that a lot of people really like it, so. Yeah, no, it's a solid, It's like, it's a really good kids movie. Um, mm. And I, I mentioned the kids movie part because there's just so many, like, exposition dumps. And the the twist in the movie is telegraphed from, like, a mile away. And they, like, really start, like, spelling it out, like, hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? Yet when it happened, people still gasped in my theater. Really? Which was insane. Even one of my friends, like, pointed out, like, did you guys think it was, like, crazy that so many people were, like, surprised? And I was like, yeah, what was going on with that? Um, but, I mean, it's a kid's movie. Sure. But it's, it's weird. Um, I will say I really, really like the first half of that movie. Okay. Because the first half is literally just... Come, come be in this world with us. With Pokemon, come, yeah. Yeah, come just see what the world with Pokemon's like. Yeah. Because it's just characters kind of living there, and it's like, oh, look, at, look, there's a food truck, and there's an octillery helping cook the food, and it's just there, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the thing I so, want, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the, the part where it kind of just turns into like a, like a Pokemon anime episode of like, now the stakes are getting ramped up. It's like, Okay, well, what, I mean, whatever. This this is fine too. It's not bad, but yeah. I kind of wish we could just hang out in that world some more. Yeah, for um, sure. So I would I would see a Detective Pikachu too, for sure. Okay. It's a good cool. time. Do I have to see it in theaters, or like, should I see it in theaters? Is it that much of a uh, spectacle? No. Yeah, I don't think you need to. Um, if you haven't had it spoiled for you, maybe go see it before it gets spoiled for you. Yeah, okay. I mean, I have a free uh, movie I've been meaning to use, so might as well. Detective Pikachu's a good one. I would say that's a good one to use it. Another good movie is John Wick 3. I was thinking that's Shazam a very different movie. as another free movie, because I've been wanting Shazam, to that one. Shazam, another solid choice. Oh, man, out of the three of those? Yeah. Oh, man, out of the three of those? Okay, I, I don't think Shazam beats the other two. Okay. <laughs> I do like Shazam. Yeah. I, I do think Shazam's a good time, but I think that's a total one you can just wait for. Sure. Are you a John Wick fan? Did you see the other two? Uh, I really, really liked one. I never bothered seeing two, though. I felt so. Okay. You should you should see two before see you two. see three. Yeah, because sure. it picks up immediately after two ends. Yeah, like okay. immediately. Um, so like the whole purpose of what's going on in three is from. From two. What John did in two. Yeah. So go see two. So I guess at that point, like, unless you're going to watch two, go then three. Pikachu. I, Pikachu's the winner. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But John Wick 3 is a, is a cool, stylish movie mm. that, like, there's some great dogs in there. Okay. Um, you know, the action. Oh, no. Awesome. Do more dogs get killed? I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not going to say whether okay. or not. Isn't there a website? about I like, think there does is. the dog die i think it, there is several like it's like not just movies i think it's several different pieces of work like yeah. tv shows and stuff as well yeah um, maybe it's just movies i don't know that sounds familiar um i remember hearing of this the best the best part of john wick is and this is not a spoiler this is just talking about him shooting series. everybody well, I, well, I was that. That's great too. Mm-hmm. And he uses he not just shooting. He'll use anything to kill someone, True. and it's comical in this one. There's a part where he has an axe mm-hmm. that is just silly. Um. Anyway, 
what I was going to say is the best part of the John Wick series is just the amount of lore that there is yeah. in that world. And they don't spend too much time with it, which is the best part. It's all this mystery. But just the idea that like every single person in like the world knows who John Wick is and they're all terrified of him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's just, really like, like there, are, and there, there will be scenes where you'll think like, oh, he's just with like a group of normal people. And then John, like, you know, says something or does something. And the person's like, sounds good, Mr. Wick, because they know who he is. Like, yeah. of course, it's like, of course, this random guy knows who John Wick is. Like, it is great. I just love that so much. Yeah. Or like any bad guys, like. Like, they're excited to fight John Wick. They know it's like, this probably is not going to go well for me. Yeah. But like, I, I am such a fan of you, Mr. Wick. <laughs> like, this is an honor. Yeah. And that happens several times. And that's just that is the best part. Yeah. Is that he is this like unstoppable force and and literally everyone knows about him. Yeah. I really like that in the first one. So I'm excited to see it just drawn out. Yeah. You do need to see two first, though. So do not go see three before you see two. Yeah, I'll definitely see two. I think it's on like one of the demand services, too. Like, it's pretty easy to pick up at Probably. this point. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, what am I looking forward to this weekend? Booksmart comes out? I am a little interested in that. I saw a trailer for it actually just last night. I had no idea what it was, and I was like, you know what? That looks fun. So Yeah, no, I, I uh like my my job is a lot of trailers, so I definitely <laughs> have had this on the radar for a bit. <clears throat> yeah. Um I'm a I'm a fan of like smart like rom coms and that's what it seems like it is. Yeah. Um I'm getting kind of eighth grade vibes from it, which I was a big fan of. Sex education again, mm-hmm. you know, teen comedies that are doing well are kind of right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's getting great reviews, so I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Uh, yeah. At the same time, Aladdin comes out. Yeah. Which I'm not looking forward to. Uh, that is something I want to hear people's opinion on for sure. I haven't. I don't know. So, I I'll see we'll it because I've seen all the other live action ones. Mm-hmm. And they're all not very good. Yeah. And this is getting about the exact same review scores as the other ones got. But it has so Will Smith. Yeah. How bad could it be? He's never yeah, he done a bad awful. movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Of course. Did you ever see that? Um, After Earth? that Netflix one he did. Oh, oh Bright <laughs> or whatever. Was Bright. It Bright? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie's garbage. I didn't even so bother, bad. honestly. I saw a trailer was, for it. I was like, oh, fuck that. Nope. <laughs> I was at home for over the Christmas break, and my family was looking for a movie to watch one night. Yeah. And we watched, and I said, why don't we watch Bright? I've been thinking of trying to watch it. And everyone went to sleep because <laughs> they did not want to finish that movie, except for me. I was like, I need to see this through. And that was a waste of time. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That thing looked real bad. I thought it was going to be better than it was. I thought, uh, but who knows? I don't know. He has that new movie coming out about clones. I don't know. I don't know the name of it. Yeah. He has to fight his like younger self because it's a clone. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, Let's do the actual podcast, not the movie podcast. Uh, It is May 23rd. This is the top down perspective and I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And I think this is the last week John will be missing. Yeah, John's still on assignment somewhere in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, and I, I believe he's back next week. So he should be so. on the show, hopefully, because that's we're supposed to be doing the Patreon podcast. So hopefully he'll be back for that. 
Yeah. With I'm sure tons of stories about how he's been playing no new games. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, we'll see. Basically, yeah. We'll see. Um, that's not true. He went to that Borderlands 3 event, and I want to talk to him about that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Four weeks ago. Um, okay, Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I guess the big one for me this week is I played through Observation, that game where you play the spaceship AI trying to help a character do stuff and survive. I don't know if you okay, remember I, this. I have no idea what this is. Okay, so... I don't think I know this. Did you ever see... Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. You know, it's one of my great shames that I have not. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you know about HAL 9000 yeah. and the, the I can't do that, Dave, blah, blah, blah. The sentient AI that, like, basically yep. becomes a bad guy. This is kind of that idea, where you play that AI that's in the system. Wait, hang on. Is this an Epic Store exclusive? It wasn't until kind of recently. Yeah, they bought it out away fuck from this Steam. Game. Fuck this game. Yeah. And fuck this launcher. And fuck you. Yeah. I, I'm i surprised that... Uh, I'm surprised that they went for this one. Because this seems so low radar-ish to like buy out. But why not, I guess? If you have epic money, you might as well buy every company that's willing to sell. Um, Right. I mean, to be fair, they just epic in general has been grabbing just some random games like <laughs> yeah they launched with hades yeah that's not i doubt any most of the people I interact with have no idea what hades is yeah yeah that's true uh so observation very story focused obviously i can't go into detail about it for people unless they want like because they might want to check it out i will say you play the computer uh, helping along a character named Dr. Emma Fisher uh, try to find out what's going on and where they are. Um, and it has a twist in it that I did not see coming, and I was expecting a That's twist. Good. So cool. <laughs> it's weird. It does. We'll say, I'm things. looking at these like system requirements, yeah. and all my numbers are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a first. <laughs> uh, we can talk, we'll talk more about that later yeah for sure uh so yeah it's about a five hour game it's about twenty dollars right now uh the only reason really i picked up right away is because of the epic sale going on so it was like ten dollars cheaper than normal yeah i'm looking 1250 american yeah so <clears throat> that epic sale man is so good it's crazy like, holy smokes yeah um i'm curious this is devolver so that's already a this is devolver right there. yeah as the AI, do you do anything besides like switch from camera to camera or it's basically how do you interact? Yeah, you switch camera to camera. There's also little um, floating camera pods that you move around the ship as well so that you can like to, move to around. do stuff or just to see other angles. No, to both to do stuff and see other angles like there are certain laptops you can't reach with certain cameras because they're out of sight. So you would have to switch to the movable object to like get into range of it and hack it and all that okay. sort of stuff did you play tacoma it's very much like that yeah okay it's a very yeah. walking simulator ish with a bunch of puzzles mixed in so okay so, well that's i mean tacoma didn't even really have puzzles yeah yeah there's a that few puzzles just... they're kind of basic but they're there there there's gameplay i suppose sure yeah 
It's about four to five hours long, I would say. I got lost a okay. bunch, and I took about five hours. So you could probably do it in four if you have a better sense of direction. But uh, yeah, very story focused. If people should look it up, if that sounds interesting, and see if uh, it looks like something you might want to play. I will say that the PC controls were garbage, so controller recommended for sure. It felt way better okay. on controller, and. Uh, yeah, that's Observation on the Epic Store. And I think it's on PS4 and Xbox, but I'm not sure. I think just PS4 is what I'm just seeing. Just PS4? Okay, cool. So if you have a PS4, you can pick it up as well. But yeah, just know what you're getting into for about 20 bucks. You're going to be getting about five hours, and it's kind of linear in it, the way it's done. There are a little annoying, some annoying game mechanical stuff in there. Like, you have to hit certain points before... You can't break, like, the system of operations to, like, get the next cutscene. So, yeah, I don't know. It's good, though. I really enjoyed it because it does weird shit at the end <laughs> that I was not expecting. Uh, that's really right been the big thing for me. But I will say that I played Risk of Rain 2 last night with one Sean Booker, <laughs> which is the first we game did. we've played together in a while, honestly. Since I usually play stuff. Right, I don't play my, I don't use my computer too much. No, because uh, you usually can't run stuff, so. Yeah, let's talk about my new graphics card. Oh, yeah. Um, This was spurred, honestly, from the Epic Game Sale. Yeah. And I was looking at all these deals, and I was like, man, I wish I could play these. These are so cheap. It's time to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because new consoles are not coming out this year. So I have till next year to kind of save up the money. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll spend a bit of money on on my PC this year. Sure. Um, so Paul helped me pick out a graphics card. I ended up getting a 1060. Yep. And I was all ready to be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade this myself. I'm gonna do it. I was looking at YouTube videos. All right, this is how you do it. You pl- unplug the power cord. You pull down the little tab, and it slots out. And then you just put the new one in. Opened up my box. Looks nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my my old graphics card doesn't have a power slot. There's no tab and it's screwed to the thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is a lot harder than the YouTube made it seem. <laughs> they just so like I pull it out like and a... put the new one in on YouTube. It's like, see, it's that easy. Yeah, that's they basically made it seem like it was just kind of like unpluggable things. And then it just kind of like unclicks out. Yeah. Nothing about unscrewing things or what if your graphics card doesn't have a power spot? Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> um, so I had to just bring it to a place, a little local shop down the street. Okay. <clears throat> they That's did everything cool. for like 40 bucks. Cool. Um, they also cleaned it up, which was nice because I think it was super dusty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, being able to play games on my computer and not having to just drop it to like whatever seems like the lowest number. Yeah. Is like, it is such a change. It is a whole new world. I was, even, I was I was playing Risk of Rain with you, and I was like, I'm just going to start turning things up while we're playing, and it didn't slow down. It's it's amazing. It is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, the guy even said to me when he opened up my box, he's like, oh, this isn't a gaming computer. It's a, just a regular computer. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, definitely a good start, I would say, you know, being able to play games on it. <laughs> yeah. No. So this is pretty good yeah. um so yeah i played some risk of rain too and i was like well and, and the thing is i didn't know what the default settings for risk of rain were and i was like i need to test this what's a way i can test this and, and really know if it's performing well so i downloaded burnout paradise 
Because if there's anything, I'm going to know how that game is supposed to run. Yeah. And for just from the get go, it was I think it was just on like medium settings. That game ran fine. And it was just it was absolutely crazy. I have only ever seen games run poorly on my machine. Yeah. Unless they're like an eight, like a like a pixel art side scrolling kind of thing. Those will run fine. Yeah. Um, Like Risk of Rain one worked fine, obviously. Like Risk of Rain one, like Enter the Gungeon. Sure. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Those can run fine. Um, but yeah, just seeing this run totally normal was awesome. Um, and now I just really want to play some Hades Yeah, since I picked it up on the sale. Uh, and now you and, get that, uh, ben- think, and the- that good benefit of, uh, when you look at those numbers that said recommend and you're like, Oh, I'm above that. That's half of the uh, game yeah, my right num- there. Those, my numbers are bigger than that. Yeah. Cause the old one was like, I don't even know what number I have. Yeah. Um, and you, you gave me, Paul gave me a very nice infographic that, clearly showed that my old graphics card was actual dirt i was, was like a dirt i was spending chip. a bunch of time thinking like what would be a good upgrade for like a good price for him or whatever then when you told me what you had of like oh buy whatever like <laughs> buy whatever you want it'll be a buy huge anything. upgrade <laughs> um yeah so it, it basically just kind of came down to like i don't need the highest i just need something that'll be kind of that'll satisfy me for a bit and yeah uh also not super expensive and and the 1060 was like 200 bucks I think 220 ish somewhere around that. And for so the that, power that supply you have and stuff, it worked out well. So, yeah, well, it was weird. I brought it in and the guy plugs it in. He's like, oh, it fit because he was worried it like part of part of it wouldn't fit up against something. But he got it to fit in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's not getting any power. Uh, are you sure your power supply is right? And I was like, he's like, your power supply is 480. And I was like, well, the box says 400 on it. Yeah. And he goes, huh. And he goes back and I guess he pushed harder. <laughs> um that's what he said he just he pushed it again yeah and it worked and i was like okay cool nice glad to hear it yep so all good on that front cool and yeah i'm excited to play some games that i haven't been asked the one the ones i want to play the most right now are plague tale yep. and hades yeah and you can play so. both of those now so there you go <clears throat> yep get get ready i'm going to talk about those sooner or later yeah um but in terms of games that i have been playing this week where did I put on my list? I played ba- just the tutorial, basically, of Dauntless. Okay, what do you think? that came to consoles this week. Yeah, and it's uh, officially out on Epic now as well. They snatched that up. So uh, fuck this game! Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Um, uh, it's, is it Monster Hunter? It's uh, easy Monster Hunter, yeah. Okay, that's what I was kind of getting because, like, I was fighting this one enemy and its tail came off, and then I used its tail to make a bunch of stuff. And yeah. I was like, and it, and it was like, what are my missions? Oh, they're called hunts. I was like, from the very little I know of Monster Hunter, this sounds like Monster Hunter. Yeah, it is. It totally is. So I I just played only the tutorial mode, and I got to the little hub area where you get to craft some stuff. Yep. I'm playing on Xbox, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna wait for my co-op buddy to get to this point, and then we'll play some stuff together. Uh, that was the day it launched, which was Tuesday, I think Tuesday. That sounds right. Um, then since Wednesday or well, what yesterday is the only other time I tried the servers have been flooded. Yeah. They, their, uh, Twitter has been going crazy saying like, we know we're working on it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was hearing some people on Twitter were thinking maybe cause like a bunch of like big name streamers started playing it. Oh Okay. And that was bringing a lot of people in cuz this game is not new, right? Uh I mean it's been in early access for a long time. 
Yeah, so it's not really new. Because it has a battle pass? Yes. And it's on season five of its battle pass. Yeah. So it's definitely been around for... I don't know. I'm assuming each battle pass has to be at least a month, probably closer to three if we're going with regular battle pass lengths. Probably, yeah. About so that. it's got to be, have been around for at least five to what fifteen months. Yeah. It's, so I, I was it's surprised. Like, is it getting a huge influx because it's on console now? That seems a little odd. Uh, I mean, it doesn't help that it's also free, so anybody can just download sure. it. Right, and and I'm sure if there's a bunch of big name streamers yeah. playing it, then people are like, "Oh, I'm going to jump on this too. Why not?" Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, from the tutorial, seems seems cool. Yeah, you have uh, stamina, which yeah. I'm I'm not a huge fan of. Okay, but um, I mean it it, it uh, regenerates pretty quickly. But I just I, it, that's just a bummer. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see that, it's like, oh man, oh well. Um, I like the way it looks. Um, yeah. I love it. as character creator. With a customize button. Yeah. Which is my favorite because I love just hitting that until I get something good and here we go. Yeah. So props up to that. Um, but yeah, real nice looking game. Um, it's this, you know, the whole cell shaded that I feel like every second game I play these days is that cell shaded look. True. Yep. Um, whether it's for the king or Ashen or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a that's the new pixel art. It kind of not is, making a yeah. pix- sides. If you're not making a 2D game, if you're making a 3D game, you're making it cell shaded. Yep. That's that's what it seems like. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I'm curious what the free to play stuff's going to be because right now it just kind of seems like loot box stuff, which is super easy to ignore. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, that's a whole. That seems like it might be a pretty interesting game for free. Yeah, that's all it is so far. Unless they do something also, else. C- Cross platform, all three. Is it okay? It, it is, yeah. It even says when you load it up on the Xbox, like, hey, you're going to be playing with other other platforms. Heads up. That it makes okay sense. To go? Yeah, because uh, what I do like about it is I don't I didn't like their proprietary launcher. So I kind of like that with it being on the Epic thing, just like loading it up is real quick. And like the first time load up, it was just like, do you have a previous account? Just like connect it now. So I did that. It's like, okay, yeah, you're good. So yeah, I just made a new one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward to playing more of that. I mean, we could um, play it together too. If it's cross platform. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming you can party up. It connects to yeah. your Epic account, right? It connects to your Dauntless account. It's a just completely different account. Well, it's okay. probably connected to Epic now, but yeah, because I remember even seeing the Epic logo on the Xbox version. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. I'm assuming Epic's probably helping them out a bit, especially if they're getting uh, if they're being exclusive to Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we should. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, try play some of that. I do still want to get to Monster Hunter World, but and maybe this One is day. the first steps, baby One steps. Day. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, the game I've been playing mostly this week though is Devil May Cry Five. Okay, yeah. I need to get back to this, but yeah. Yeah, um, I guess kind of stepping back, my experience with Devil May Cry up to this point is I like 3 a lot, Special Edition, because I'm not one. insane. Yep. Yeah. Um, I played through that game like twice, which is unheard of. That is unheard I of. I played a good chunk of 1. Okay, yep. And DMC is my favorite. Okay, that's the only one I so, haven't played at all. So those are the three I've played. Okay. Um, 
Which, from what I hear, those sound like the best ones. Yeah, two's garbage and two's four's low? okay. Yeah, I hear that, that's basically what I hear. So, yep. Um, first off, where's my DMC two? I would like that. <laughs> uh huh. I think I actually saw on Twitter or a headline or something that the the lead developer on uh, Devil May Cry five was like, I also would like a DMC two, but only if the same developer's doing it again. Uh, yeah. Ninja, right? Ninja Theory or something. Ninja Theory? Yeah. Yeah. So. uh, Good for them. But anyways, 5 is cool. I still don't like the platforming. I've never liked the platforming in Devil May Cry. Sure, yeah. It's it's like weirdly vertical and then you fall really fast. (laughs) Like, I just don't think it ever feels good. And and the the thing is, like, you never really have to do it. Mm -hmm. But then they'll be like, oh, there's an orb on this light. You just have to jump across four lights. And it's like, well, obviously I'm going to do that, but this feels bad. You got to buy that double jump, yo. I do need to buy that double jump. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing is I suck at the combos. I'm buying all these combos. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you press Y twice and then you pause for I'm not sure how long. And then you press Y five times and do something cool. And it's just like. I'm mashing Y and it's like not working. So I'm just so I, I, I just need to like sit down and really like focus on how long do I need to pause for? And, uh, and you got a rev too. make sure you're yeah, hitting that trigger. What's, that's the thing with the rev is like, are you supposed to mash the trigger as mu- or the rev button as much as, as fast as you can? Or is there like a, 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 like a pacing to it? There's like a pacing to it, but it's still pretty that's, fast. Yeah. That's the thing is the combat has pacing in it, mm-hmm. which I am not used to in, yeah. um, like a, you know, third person character action game. Usually it's just like mash the attack button and then hit this other one. If you want to do a, a slower, stronger attack. Yeah. Um, so this one, there's the depth of the combat that is throwing me off. Um, that I just kind of need to get my head around. I think I'm, I just finished mission three, which I think is actually the fourth mission. Cause it's a prologue. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Oh, in the chat, people are confirming Ninja theory was DMC. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, anyway, that's a nice looking game. Did you play as V? I think, yet? It, I think it, I have not. I've definitely seen V. I'm pretty um, sure that's probably your next like chapter then. Oh, oh, four is V. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, that van is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it's really it good. Just, when just it's, crashes just through. Go, go, yeah, there's a spot specifically in three in mission three where you're in like a, a church. Mm-hmm. And there's a payphone there, and then it just comes out of the sky. Yep. And I was like, this is great. This is very good. Yep. Um, I like it. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm not. There is a mode where you can just like do super easy combos, which I'm not playing. Right. I cho- I cho- chose not to do that one, because but I am you're a playing gamer. on the easier. Yeah, exactly. I'm a I'm a real gamer. Yeah. Um I have it tattooed across my chest. <laughs> yeah. Um I am playing on the lower of the two difficulties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um just cuz I was like I kind of just want to go through this. I'm not looking to bang my head against the combat. I just want to kind of see the game. Sure. Yep. Which I think is just human. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was called. Uh so. <clears throat> uh yeah, I'll be playing more of that for sure. Um that's a that's a fun game. The music is is silly <laughs> and a good time. And those and the enemies are all disgusting. They all look so gross. Yep, that's very true. Yep. Um, but I believe that's it. Oh, actually, real quick, I finished Steamworld Quest, and I saw you were playing a bit more of it. Yeah, I'm on uh, Act Two. Okay, there's four, I believe, but the fourth one's kind of short. There's only like three chapters to it. 
Okay. Yeah, the first one had seven or eight chapters, I think. So yeah, far. I think they all have that except for the last one, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So I have I, the last time you talked about it, you were talking about a character who you had just gotten. I'm at that point, I think. Already, did you get them the fourth character? Yeah. Or, Are you using them? So here's the thing, right? Is I really, really like Auric, but I already got used to my other three and the combos, so he has no place in my lineup. <laughs> I was was in the exact same boat for the entire game. Okay. Because you get another character afterwards. Yeah. So there's five to pick from. Sure. But it just got to the point where I was like, Yo, my lineup is good. I am. I got the combos down. Yeah. I like can take care of everything, and I just don't want to like rebuild the deck. Um, so I feel like I missed out on something because those the first three, there's a whole bunch of uh, of like elemental attacks that they just don't get a part of, like arcane stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, that's how I also played it. It sounds like you're going down the same path. Yeah, uh, I wish there was more of a reason to like force me into playing with those other characters because Oryx seems very cool with all the the mask changing and just the whole character. He he it I guess it's a robot. Yeah, um, is probably one of my more favorite characters of that story. Totally. Um, I really like that. But, he'd uh, like some meditating cages. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, um. There's, yeah, there's some cool moments with them. Keep playing. That, that's a good game all the way through. So like, it is a solid I did game. try an Ulrich-centric build where he has a, like, cyclone attack <laughs> that uses up all the energy you've stored into a massive combo attack, basically. Sure, yeah. So I tried out just giving my other two characters with him uh, nothing but, like, build-up attacks and saving those on hand at all times and just like to use like all the gears and stuff and just doing like 500 damage per like time he was up basically and it was just not worth it because some of those boss fights are just like you have to keep doing damage <laughs> you can't just do one right. big combo and and the other characters i think almost all of them will get s- some cards that will like allow that. them to just like keep hitting yeah. if you keep spending stuff um, so you won't miss out on that things. I think the easiest, if you were trying to get Auric in, is probably switching out Armilly. But I like Armilly. Uh, Armilly's my I, favorite. No, so do I. Armilly was like my biggest damage person. Yeah. Um, but I just found Copernica super useful for all the elemental I attacks. I don't think you can get rid of Copernica. Shields. I don't actually think you can. Because she's too good against the mobs um, that you face later on. And... The big guy, which I cannot remember his name, the frog-looking green dude. I mean, he's just good uh, because he's a tanky healer. So it's like, yeah, okay. He, his healing is like super useful. Yeah. So that's why I was saying I think our Millie's the easiest one to swap out. Yeah. Um, later on, uh, the two other characters will become more useful because they'll get healing moves. Okay. Um, so that may change things. And I know Oric, I think, also deal starts to get a lot of like lightning based attacks. Yeah. Okay. Which, which might be interesting to you. So I don't know. You do, you obviously, I, I played with just the main three. I'm probably I going feel to. like I, I really I like something. I really like those main three though. They're I, very yeah, strong. Too. And I just, I wish I played with the other ones. Um, but those main three are very good. So they're a solid. What are three. the other characters archetypes? If they're, if they're, if these were like healer, melee sorceress, and then like, maybe like a faster melee or something. 
So the fifth character is all about like arcane. Okay. They get the arcane damage, and I think they get stuff that like poisons and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oryx was. Oryx was weird because Oryx changes so much with yeah. all of his different masks. So it, it's. I don't really know how to like, again, classify. I didn't play with them specifically, yeah. it's, but it's hard to classify because he's constantly changing, yeah. but a lot of it is like figuring out like when to use which mask specifically, as opposed to just, oh, I need to make sure I have like three Armelia attacks right now. It's more like, no, I need to make sure I use this one, then this one, because it's going to buff it. And then I need to use this one because it's going to combo and then get the double buff yeah. and stuff. So I think he's going to be like a way more interesting character to use. And I, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't. I don't know that I have the patience to strategize properly with him is the thing. Yeah, and that's again, that, that's a, I think that's a good thing for the game is it allows you to go for the strategy if you want. Yeah. Or it allows you to just stick with the default, which is a really good build. And that's how I played the game. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Copernicus is so game. good. He's so good. Yeah, they're all they're all really good. Yeah. That game yeah. is very good. Like it is. You guys, you got to buy that game and try it out. <laughs> It's a it real is game. not enough people are talking about the Steam World games. Yeah. They're all really good. <clears throat> yep. All right. Um, but why don't we talk about all of this news? Because a bunch of weird stuff happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. So um, I've become a little more familiar with this. Probably I'm just going to assume than you have. So I'll take the lead on this first topic. Yes, please do. So there is a esports team or organization called phase and i think they got their start with like CSGO or whatever anyways they signed a dude that was a little bit unknown i think probably a year ago or whatever whenever fortnite started getting big because he was a fortnite streamer and apparently he's very good i've actually never seen him but apparently he's like one of the best in the world at fortnite um his name is like tifu or something like this i don't know how i think that's just what they call him um so yeah you know a name yeah tifu phase tifu uh the big thing here is that his contract that he is in with phase clan he is breaking so there's going to be a legal battle going on um the reason why this is big is because this is calling into question the like rights people have as employees of esports organizations for uh the amount of money and the splits they get. Cause one of the big parts of contention of this is that this guy is making a shitload of money. Apparently he's estimated to be making about $10 million a year. Um, and the wow. contract they locked him into has it where phase clan gets 80% of most of his revenue stuff. And he gets 20 of it. What? It's the, that's insane. Yeah. So more specifically, what it is is anytime people use the affiliate link for him, which is apparently where they get most of their money as like esports dudes or whatever. It's a fifty-fifty split, which is also insane. But I can still wrap my head a little bit around that because this kid would probably not be as big. I mean, he would definitely not be as big without the help of the name Phase Clan behind him pushing him. And then, like, obviously his skill propelling him even more. Um, 50-50 sure. still I mean, real. Phase should definitely get a cut. I'm not, it's like a manager. They should get a cut sure. or, or an agent. That That's probably a better 50-50 is still hard for me to swallow, personally. Especially when you find out that, like, 
one of the going rates for most agents and stuff in Hollywood for anybody is usually about 15% or whatever. I was about to say, isn't it? I've heard like 15. Yeah. So 50% is crazy, but it's a little easier to swallow than the uh, 80% for all Fortnite related stuff, except for tournaments. I believe in tournaments, he gets to keep 80% of the winnings and FaZe Clan only gets to keep 20. But how often are there tournaments as opposed to like a weekly stream or something, right? Like that's still ridiculous. So there's a giant legal battle going on. There's people saying that this might actually be going to like California, like board of, um, what is it? Like workers rights and stuff boards. And this is potentially going to change kind of the face of esports because apparently this is not unheard of. In the esports arena of people like getting no cut essentially because esports has kind of a limited amount of reach and money and it costs a lot of money to like do this organization stuff. So the organizations are kind of screwing over a lot of players and we've heard I mean, of I, this before. Knowledge wise, I'm, I'm out of my element here, <clears throat> but I could definitely see an organization or a person coming in to an up and coming kid who's just playing at like local scenes or whatever. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they go to like what, like game conventions. They go to packs each year. <clears throat> They're getting good getting offered like as a kid seeing kind of any kind of check come through for playing games. Yeah. Huge. Regardless of what the split is. Yep. That's like a dream come true. Totally. So I could definitely see these people are like ripe to be taken advantage of. Yep. For sure. And uh, it doesn't help that the leader of the FaZe clan and this kid apparently, like, became friends because, like, they just became friendly or whatever. So this started to have a more emotional connotation and, like, kind of a backstabbing thing going on in it as well. And so there's a little bit of drama in there. But more importantly, it's kind of bringing into question, like, what do these esports organizations what should they be like should they be regulated should there be other authorities stepping in here and like should they be considered talent agencies because if they are considered talent agencies they're under a whole different like set of rules and regulations they have to abide by that they are currently not abiding by right and i'm sure they are trying very hard not to because like you said this is esports is pretty new yeah so they can probably just get away with whatever they can and they probably are going to get away with as much as they can for as long as they can yep. until some kind of regulation does happen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, and it's hard because like from the, from the, like, you know, the, I don't want to say athlete, <laughs> the uh, player, I guess from their standpoint, the, at some point they are going to need um, some kind of representation to yep. get access to different things, to kind of get the publicity. Like they do help each other. It is a symbiotic relationship in some way. Sure. It's just unfortunate when one is easily taking advantage of the other. Again, I am, I have not read this, uh, so I don't know the full sides, um, but that's just a, an obvious observation. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely huge. So where we go from here is obviously we're going to find out as like this goes on, what happens uh, Tifu himself apparently is going to be doing his own esports organization because, of course, he is. If you're making 10 million fucking dollars a year, you probably have money to like try to do this yourself and like 
screw other over people, the cynical part of me says. So the thing I'm looking forward to is seeing if this kid starts his own thing, what are his splits going to be like? Because if they're 80-20, this motherfucker, dude, <laughs> this kid just like sure, is, yeah. not, is not the... Uh, hero we need maybe he's the villain we deserve with esports right but uh i guess we'll see yeah so i'm curious if this is if if 8020 is like the the industry norm i haven't i don't know i've never heard of any kind of splits i don't know what the splits are yeah um i'm not sure either. so i'm curious what other people end up getting uh from theirs and the gray area here for me personally is that it's a shitty garbage split but this fucking kid signed it he signed a contract, so he is legally sure. all. And I'm sure that's yeah. exactly what Faze is saying. Yeah, like, look, you you signed the contract. Yeah, so um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I'm I am very very. This is the first time I've heard this Tifu character reading up on all this. Um, I am very interested to see where this goes, though, because this could right. have huge waves. And I mean, it does sound like Tifu's getting the short end of the stick here, but I, th- there's a very easy reading on the other side is this kid got popular enough yeah. that he just thought, you know what? I don't need you anymore. I outgrew you. Yeah. So screw you. And FaZe might be like, look, what we've been helping you this whole way. You signed this contract. Like for all we know, this person's just like going against the uh, FaZe because they're just like, I'm bigger than you now. You're nothing to me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, there's, I could definitely see that side of it as well. It gets Who weird knows? too. There, it gets a little bit deeper. Um, apparently, this is the split that they were entitled to. They haven't been collecting it out of quote unquote goodwill because the phase leader is apparently friends with Tifu or whatever. So there's speculation going on that with the contract coming up for renegotiations. Uh, apparently it's stipulated in the contract as well that they can collect whenever they want. So people were saying that maybe this was this weird, gross ploy of, okay, we're going to re-sign you for three years. Now that you're the biggest dude, we're going to do this and this, and it'll be cool. Then he's going to be like, wait, I want more money. And they're going to be like, okay, well, if you don't sign this contract, we're going to take that 80% that you owe us, uh, or you're going to fucking court with us. Like, so there's this weird, like, People that are more cynical than me, believe it or not, are like stipulating that the reason why they haven't collected on this and they put in this contract, apparently the stipulation that they can collect whenever, as long as like they're still under contract, is that they're going to use that against them during negotiations. And this might be a gross mark or not a gross business tactic for them to keep talent, even though like other places might be offering them a better thing it's gross like there yeah, who knows so i want to see more i'm super into this stupid story so i'll probably talk about it as i find out more but as of right now the big point is this could be going in a way that like will maybe kill off a lot of esports organizations but maybe like Maybe instead of 30 esports organizations out there, maybe we only get need six that treat their players properly or something. Like maybe sure. it needs yep. to grow appropriately. Yep. I don't know, man. Uh, this next one. Uh, these are all from the Discord, right? Yeah. So this next one, we talked about, I think it was last year, Belgium put through a. Um, 
loot box, uh, anti-loot box, anti-whatever. After the Battlefront 2 stuff, they put through legislation um, regarding the pay-to-win gacha stuff. And apparently that this is this has caused Nintendo to just pull out of Belgium completely with their stuff because they're not sure how it'll their monetization practices on their mobile stuff will be viewed. So Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and Fire Emblem Heroes will be shut down officially as of August 27th in Belgium. Right. It's okay. Those games aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. <laughs> I don't. I know tons of people that like uh, the Fire Emblem one. I don't know anyone who still likes Pocket Camp. Yeah, that's. Um, this is the first time I've heard of people talk about Pocket Camp in a long time. Yeah, after that, like first like Thanksgiving weekend, I haven't played it since. Um, and there are just better Fire Emblem games out there. Like, go play those. <laughs> anyway, uh, interesting. That's a. It's a. It's another step in this whole thing. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, I, that in kind of in slight news that, uh, Mario Kart, uh, um, mobile game, uh, I guess Android beta users have got, have started showing images and they're out there. And I understand it is also very freemium pay to win, not pay to win, but there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, loot boxy stuff, freemium strategies in there for whatnot so i'm i'm curious i want to get my hands on that actually you know what i'll bring this up now even though i have it down further on the list uh speaking of this this is kind of maybe a taste of things to come uh the anti-loot box bill hit the u.s senate today and it already has bipartisan support so um what does that mean it means both sides are like this might be a good idea (laughs) um okay all right so obviously there's no update yet but it was introduced today uh, just as a kind of a heads up that that is a thing we will be also reporting on when we get more information. But again, that right. is the uh, the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act <laughs> rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'm so curious to see how this goes. I'm I'm also wary because like for every game that can no longer use some of these free to play models, I'm sure that's a whole handful of staff. They can no longer keep employed totally because yep. they're, that's a whole revenue stream coming down the pipe and the game industry already has such a weird history and recurring uh, problem with just laying people off. So it might create knows, some government on. jobs, I guess for people, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it'll we'll, lay off we'll way see. more. Uh, the the Ouya is going to cease operations entirely uh, next month, almost exactly a month from now. Yeah. Uh, they base. I understand they were sending out emails to Ouya owners saying that services will stop functioning on June twenty fifth. Yeah. Uh, Razer announced this. If you forgot who develops the or who developed the Ouya, it is the Razer Ouya. Yep. Uh, I does anyone even care? Um, I mean, not realistically, no, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it was just a kind of neat idea that wasn't executed properly. I think, I guess, whatever. It's not a huge thing yeah, for me. I mean, it's, it's been a dead platform for forever. So like, I can't see anyone crying over this. Who's still playing their Ouya? I don't think anyone is still playing their Ouya. You can play Towerfall on anything else. 
Mm-hmm. That game exists elsewhere. That person has gone on and made other games. Um, yep. So, but I guess it is kind of a bummer. Uh, do you know, I didn't read this story and my light just went out. Um, can, will you still be able to play the games you have? I'm not sure. I don't actually know how the Ouya does that stuff. If you Yeah, I've never actually them. loaded one up and looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to assume things you've downloaded could still be played. So are they maybe okay. stopping? So Razer noted that some developers might choose to help their Ouya customers by activating the same game on other platforms. Example, Google Play. So... So you won't be able to play what you have on the Ouya. Right, unless the developer actually takes the approach of we will allow this on, like, another Android platform, make it available somehow, and, like, carry that over. Okay, hang on. I just say the quote. Razor says, Access to the Discover section will no longer be available. Games downloaded that appear in Play may still function if they do not require a purchase validation upon launch. So, again, developer folks. Focus. I bet the developers yes. could put something in there where they no longer need. They could probably update their game saying you won't need a verification. You can keep playing. Interesting. So does, does that mean that the Ouya always had to be online? Uh, I don't know much about the Ouya, I'm man. G- I know, I don't think I've even seen one. I, yeah, I assume for certain games, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on to other weird uh, consoles. The play date was announced yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, two days ago? Yesterday, I think it was. Um, this is a weird, small little handheld game console being developed by Panic, who I didn't know about until someone said they are the publishers of Firewatch and Untitled Goose Game. So that's how you might know Panic. And for whatever reason, they decided, let's just make a game console like a few years ago. Um... Curious to me, I feel like there's tiny little handheld console, non-handheld little, you know, makeshift consoles like every week, every month. This one picked is picking up like a weird amount of like traction and notoriety, at least on my Twitter feed. Yeah, no, I definitely actually we were talking about this shortly yesterday and I didn't know what you were talking about. You said it looks like a like small Game Boy with a crank. I was like, I did see that. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but yeah. Yeah. So it's a little, I think it's a, it's a total square. I don't know how big it is. Um, I think they have shown people holding it. Uh, probably not very. Yeah. Big, and it looks real small. It looks almost phone sized, um, you know, width wise, obviously, cause it's a square and then it has a crank on the right hand side of it, which first thoughts you'd think is that to power it but no that's the games will take advantage of the crank and they showed like um uh this one game from keda takahashi mm-hmm. who you might know as the um uh i'm blanking on the game katamari yeah developer. i was gonna say nobi nobi boy but yeah same um of a little like tin man robot and he moves forward when you crank it to the crank it forward like clockwise and he moves backwards when you crank it counterclockwise and you kind of just go through his day like that that's what that's like the only game they've really shown um they've shown um like uh, menu screens for other ones there's a game called executive golf dx 
There's one called Bennett Foddy Presents Zipper. Yeah. And another one called, I think it's called 360, maybe Target 360, and it says Crank to Start. Yeah, that's super weird. It's This is a weird little thing. Um, it does not surprise th- me that you just said Bennett Foddy in here. This does seem like This is a Bennett Foddy um, thing, for sure. Other uh, other developers they have, so I already said Keita Takahashi, I said Bennett Foddy, uh, Helvetica, Zach Gage, who has done a number of uh, really bad chess. I love. Yep. Um, Sean Inman, who I don't know this developer. I don't know him either, Sean actually. Done? It's probably something I can't tell off the top of my head what this game guy has done. Okay. But he's another developer they have on their list. Um, here's the interesting part. Here's the thing that get, is getting me most interested about this is it, obviously it'll connect to the internet and their whole thing is they want it to be about surprises. So just kind of over the night, it'll just push a new game to you and there'll just be a new game for you waiting there. Yeah, no, I, okay. This is, this is so like indie thing. It, this is crazy. This reminds me of there's like an IndieCade up here. It's like an arcade machine that just plays like indie games for Calgary. Like indie developers can put their stuff on this. Where's that? Uh, I don't remember who has it. I think a buddy of mine that made the game Crunch has it currently. But uh, they usually bring oh, okay. it out. It's not like at a location. Yeah, they usually I think it's sitting at a bar now, but they usually bring it to the like the film festival here and like that sort of stuff to show okay. off some indie developers. This seems like the handheld version of that. Just like indie devs getting together, just being like, what dumb thing can we put on this thing? Let's try it out. This seems like, what is the game that the Spelunky guy is also putting out with like f- about 50 games? Yes, it is. Like, it's a handheld UFO version 51 of 51 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. This also seems like something like a really high, highly produced something you would see at the GDC section where it's like, Hey, we have like tactile games here. Um, where there was stuff like sit on this couch and they made a video game out of that. And that's the controller is this couch. Also, Uh, it's, it kind of seems like the weird dollar store knockoff of a game boy that you would pick up to further for like a two year old and just be like, here, it's a fun kid game console with a crank on it. Yeah. yeah, Fun kid. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's got Mario with a Y instead of Mario. Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't know. Part so it's 150 bucks. They're gonna say, yeah, which is just around the price of like, okay, I could justify it. It, Like, I need to. How many games am I getting? Yeah. And the other part of me is like, for how long will I play this thing? Yeah. Curious. How long will I act? What is the what is the real? Will this be like? Oh, I'll actually be pretty into this, and they're going to be giving me free surprises. They're going to send me a free surprise like every month for a long time, or is it going to be like my NES or my SNES Classic that I played the first week, and then I don't really plug it in anymore because I'm good. Yeah, it's probably the second. <laughs> One. I don't know. And 150 bucks is, is a, for me personally, is a lot to ask for that second. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, again, if people want to look that up, that is Panic's Playdate. And you can just go to at Playdate on Twitter to get a whole bunch of info. Yep.
All right, what's this next one? This one was also one from the Discord. Apparently, Game Freak yeah. are like, hey, I know we're the Pokemon guys, but we want to really not just be the Pokemon guys, okay? So we're going to focus on some other projects. And uh, they were talking about some of the stuff for 2019, specifically that game that I'm trying to look up the name of that they kind of showed a teaser for uh, on one of the, was it the Direct? The Gear Project? Mm, oh wait no i wasn't wasn't weren't they making a game called town or that's something like it that? yep that's it something like this right game freak makes lots of other games that people just don't really know about tembo the badass elephant that's one i remembered <laughs> yeah that's right that is a game that they made wasn't pocket card jockey them i heard that game was kind of interesting on the on the 3ds i know john was super into that one yeah i could be mistaken about that but yeah okay Sorry, what's the news here? They just want to make other games? Yeah, so... They've been making other games. They're going to be uh, focusing a lot of their uh, priorities away from Pokemon to try to get some IPs out and people talking about them, I guess, is the news here. But, like, yeah... I wonder how much control Nintendo has over them. Yeah. Like, Like, could they no longer make the Pokemon games if they didn't want to? Or... Is Nintendo like, no, here's your next project. Yeah. It's Pokemon. There probably is a contract there so that they can't break. To be fair, though, I'm sure the Pokemon games allow them to make other stuff. Oh, for sure. They they do the, like, one Pokemon game will fund, like, three smaller projects. For sure. sure. Easily. Yeah. For sure. Kind of like how Ubisoft has that, like, Ubi Arts (laughs) side initiative where they'll put out smaller stuff. And I'm sure Assassin's Creed helps pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. This was kind of like a two-parter. This next story. Um, I'll I'll start this off with uh, we we were talking a lot about Telltale and what was kind of going on with that at the end of last year with all the layoffs and then the studio just exploding. Uh, no clip. The YouTube channel from Danny O'Dwyer uh, has recent th- this week dropped his Telltale document. Uh, I guess documentary. Um, which I was under the impression it was a, it was about the studio and just kind of their games, but it is actually specifically about the closure. Sure. Uh, he got to talk with four people that were there at the time. Um, so if you're were interested in that story and you want to kind of hear some more behind the scenes and some like firsthand accounts, I would highly recommend checking out that doc. It was super interesting. Um, it made me want to go back and uh, start that second Batman season that I never played, which apparently was pretty good. Right. Um, and then this next little bit of news came today as I was watching the doc, uh, that telltale games are being taken off of, I guess at the moment so far, just PC digital services. Uh, yeah. GOG uh, and Steam shortly. specifically they mentioned, yeah. but yeah. And I think it's May 27th. Yes. yes Monday. The Geo- yes. Um, so you'll no longer be available to purchase, uh, who knows about the console versions uh, or I guess the iOS versions. That's when I was planning to play Batman on. Right. But maybe I need to like buy them somewhere else so that I can. Um, but that's a, that's a bummer. It is a bummer seeing these games getting taken away. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was, was sad. Um, and still is obviously again, uh, I, I, I do really highly recommend checking out the documentary. It's about, an hour long and it had a lot of great information in there. Um, 
stuff about how, where they were also planning to go and stuff like that. Like, like you know, they were really excited about Wolf Among Us too. I know I was. Uh, yep. So if you if you have interest in Telltale games, you might need to pick them up sooner rather than later. Uh, I'm curious if you buy one if you buy a season of their game, who, who gets that money? Where does that money even go? Fuck if I'm I know, so dude. curious. Yeah, that's a that's a weird scenario. Yep. Bummer. All right, moving on. Uh, I don't know this one either. Okay. Epic Games Store will block your account if you buy too many games too quickly. Yeah, so there's a bunch of people sounds, complaining. Sounds insane. So obviously this is an anti-like uh, bot picking up a bunch of stuff and then reselling them sort of thing or like a security feature. But Epic had a big sale. Epic does not have a shopping cart. Therefore, to take advantage of the sale, a oh, lot yeah. of people were clicking buy on the games one by one very quickly to just get them done. I Now that you mention it, I did have to buy them individually, and I was a little confused that I, I thought I messed something up. And people got fucking banned <laughs> for doing it because they were flagged. <laughs> Does this say what like the limit was? Like, what's too many games? Five. People were banned on five. If you buy five games within what, like, uh, yeah. So I mean, I'll give, how I'll give him. He doesn't say the thing. Angriest Pat on Twitter says, so I can confirm me buying a whopping five games ranging from five bucks to fifty on the Epic Store. Flag my account for fraudulence. Maybe if you guys had a fucking shopping cart. <laughs> so <Well>. yeah. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel. Fuck the Epic Game Store <laughs> yeah. and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You deserve to have it banned for buying on that store. That's weird. Five is a weird number. Uh, I would have to assume people that are reselling these keys or whatever are buying way more than five. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. I guess it's just growing pains. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just really funny to me. That is that. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird that's just so epic pr has confirmed that this was a result of our aggressive fraud rules if players run into this issue they should contact player support blah 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 so yeah there you go you can get your or just slow down there money bags maybe you should play one of those games first yeah no shit um <laughs> i just I thought that was yeah, funny well, that's, had to bring that i didn't know that is super silly yeah that's a good one this next story i know about as well and this is also kind of odd um Call of Duty 2020, so not the the next one coming out, but next year's Call of Duty, right, is getting is switching developers. Uh, so I guess for the past uh, two millennia, um, Call of Duty has come out every three years from the same developer. So right. even though we get a Call of Duty every year, it's a di- it's it's three different developers. Right. So they all get three years to make their Call of Duty. Yep. Obviously, the last year was Black Ops Four from Treyarch. This year is Infinity Ward doing what we're all assuming is Modern Warfare 4. Yep. Uh, next year was going to be something from Sledgehammer and Raven. Black Ops 5, basically. Well, was no, that's the thing is it wasn't going to be that. Right. It was going to be something from Sledgehammer and Raven. And now, for whatever reason, I didn't read the story specifically, Activision is is pulling that giving that one back to Treyarch and fast forwarding it to make No, it no, they're Black pulling them off the project completely. The project's still going forward, but they're no longer in charge of it. 
Right, but I don't think it was Black Ops Five initially. Oh, I don't, they haven't announced what it was specifically. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm saying is, Treyarch, I'm sure was you know starting on five. Let's say Sledgehammer was working on Ghosts Two, just just to have a name there. Sure. And then I think that wasn't coming along right. So they're like, all right, you are no longer working on Ghosts 2. That's gone. Treyarch, we need you to come in here and fast forward your Black Ops 5. The way That's how I the, the way this story reads is that it was Raven and Sledgehammer doing Black Ops 5 and then they got the boot and said, Treyarch, you have to take over. These guys are only going to support you now. Okay. Then okay, I read it wrong. Then all right, sounds good. But either way, um, um, the big problem with this is obviously they're going to look into crunch now. They're just going to have to pull overtime because they <laughs> no longer have time in between. And I guess that's why they have the other studio helping to support with whatever. But like, well, I mean, hopefully, uh, Raven and and um, and Sledgehammer, and Sledgehammer did whatever they did could still be used yeah. so they don't need to like start from scratch. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who knows? I'm curious what, what had happened. Yeah. Me what too. What was not coming together. Um, and also please let Raven go back to making their own games. They make very good games. Singularity uh, two, to making 2021. Come on, do it. <laughs> um, syndicate syndicate. Give me a new syndicate. Yep. No, not syndicate. Um, Crap, what's the one I'm thinking of? What was that what was that weird like Bioshocky ripoff? Singularity? Singularity. The one I Is that just what you just said? said? Yep. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Who All did right. Syndicate yes. then? Singularity 2. Oh, that was EA, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, that was an EA property yeah. with the um that game had a Skrillex song in it. Right. And also and you fought the first boss. You could go into people's mind and make them shoot themselves. Well, the whole point was about, like, jacking into people and, like, ripping out their chip. Yeah. And when you ran, you held that gun sideways. Yes, that's right. What a weird game. Yeah. Those, are, those are two cool games. Yeah. What were we talking about? Call of Duty. And Call of Duty is a game. It is a that game. It's coming out both this year and next year. Yeah. This is the most important news, maybe, of the week, though. This next yeah. one? Yeah, I, I agree. Slay the Spire is coming to Switch June 6th. Thank God. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been super curious because it like it it was it dropped on PlayStation, and I was like, "Come on, the Switch is also a console." Yeah, where's that one? Um, yeah, June sixth. I'm happy. Let's do it. I'm very I've happy. Been waiting for it. I've been not playing it because I want to play it on the Switch. Um, this next story I'm excited about. We got the Game Pass games for the next two weeks, and there are some heavy hitters here. Yeah, way, way to go, Game Pass once again. Holy smokes! All right. Starting off with a bang, yeah. Metal Gear Survive. Yes, we did it. <laughs> um, Game's garbage. So that's coming. Oh, it's it's already out today. It showed up today. Yeah. Uh, along with the Banner Saga. Uh, next week on the 29th, Void Bastards, which is a game I've been looking forward to. Uh, that's cool that it's coming day and date for free on the Xbox. Yeah. Good for them. Dead by Daylight is on the 30th. Outer Wilds is also on the 30th. Full Metal Furies which I've been wanting to play for a while is the 6th of June. Banner Saga two is the 6th of June along with super hot. Yeah, it's um, really good. So that's pr- some pretty exciting stuff on there. Game pass just keeps bringing the pain. Good for them. Yeah. 
Agreed. Uh, Sony announced PlayStation Productions, which is going to be a new production studio focused on creating content for film and TV based on PlayStation video game properties. Okay. And they've so far announced Twisted Metal TV show. When's the Tester season five coming out? That's all I need to know. Or was it season, season four? Season four, you mean, yeah. right? I think it's four. I think there was only three. I don't even remember, man. The tester sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, I've, I wonder if anyone covered the tester as much as this podcast did when that was on. <laughs> no, um, absolutely not. Anyway, Twisted Metal TV show. Are you are you stoked? Um, <laughs> You know what? Name two, na- name two characters from Twisted Metal. Uh, Calypso is the main bad guy. Sweet Tooth is the car. Uh, Mr. Grimm is okay, the wow. motorcycle. Nice. I I could only tell you there's a clown something. That's in that Sweet game. Tooth. He is there, the ice cream truck. As far truck. as I would have gone. You got Spectre. Okay, right, there you go. Which is the ghost car, like Lambo type car. Okay. What? How much story is in Twisted Metal? So Calypso can grant a wish to the winner of the Twisted Metal competition, and it's always a monkey's paw wish. Where, like, okay. I don't remember specifically any of them, like, from the games, but it's, like, I want, like, donuts for life. You'll li- be like, donuts I, for I life. wish I was rich, and you'll be like, yeah. you're going to be rich with fish. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So much fish. Yeah, that's it, yeah. for sure. Um, that classic monkey paw conundrum. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just, like, weird, gritty, kind of modern day mad max type bullshit car battling okay so you're excited for a tv show i think it could be cool like if they did like a mad max sort of thing but no they're not gonna like stick the landing at all if this comes out (laughs) who knows i'm i'm i'll watch the first one i guess just to see like what what it is and like how it went but this is a weird thing yeah yeah it is it is a weird thing I would have thought they would have started with a bigger property like Uncharted or The Last of Us, something that's a little more cinematic. I was not expecting the car combat game. I mean, hell, there's a fucking Uncharted fan film that's like 20 minutes on YouTube. That's oh, right. Wit- and it has um Nathan voice Fillion. actor yeah. in it. Nathan Fillion's in it. Yeah. yeah. So was- maybe they couldn't do Uncharted because it, that movie's already like stalled in production or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Minecraft Earth was announced and shown this last week, which is a new AR game similar to like Pokemon Go, but Minecraft. Yep. Uh, And it seems to be more about like going to a place and like plopping down something you've built or like building something there or adding on to something there. Okay. As opposed to like walking around and catching stuff, I'm I don't quite know. I also don't know what Minecraft even is these days. I'm sure Minecraft is 900 things that I couldn't even think of right now. Um, Probably, but I guess you'll go to areas and you'll like mine rocks from that area, and this area has lava. That's the thing in Minecraft. There's Minecraft has lava. I'm sure there's a is it creeper, a zombie? Yeah, yeah. I think those are both things. Also, Enderman. I've never heard that term. I'm pretty sure there's Enderman. Also, Diamond Minecraft Steve. Yep. How come Minecraft Steve isn't in Smash? That's what I'm trying to say. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, Anyway, AR Minecraft Earth, will you play it? 
If it's free, I'll try it. I'll download it. Why I'm not? Sure it's, I'm sure it's free. Yeah. It has to be free. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll try it too. This video has a girl on a skateboard. Okay. That's weird. Everybody uh, knows yeah. girls can't skateboard. Like, I don't know. What do you want me to say to that? Yeah, so they're <laughs> clearly lying to us. Um, this is just going to be people building giant dicks everywhere, right? Yes, it will. If you can build something like just, in it, yeah, that's all it is. That's what it seems like. It seems like you go to a place and you, like, plop down, like, a castle. Yeah. But instead of a castle, it's going to be, like, a huge dick. I'm not even going to lie. If the, If it's a thing where you just build stuff... First thing I'm doing is going downtown to where there's a statue of two guys talking to each other here in Calgary, and there are going to be some sword fighting pictures going on. I'm th- what I'm thinking of like you go to like the Calgary Tower, you go to like yeah. some huge tower, and you just su- surround it, encase it in a dick. Yeah, that too. Oh man, it's gonna. I'm be curious so what the curation will be, like how they're gonna stop the dicks. You don't stop the dicks. Um, I mean, clearly you can't stop the dicks. No. We know that. Yeah. We've learned that. Like, that's it's what I say every day. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, I'm just kind of, I'm curious. That first week where people are really taxing the, like, content filters and we get to see the dicks, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that Me one. Me too. Okay. This last one, you specifically said don't look at it until uh, we are in the podcast. This is weird. Let, so let me set this up for you. Okay. Um, a few, a couple months ago, Chex Quest announced we're re-releasing, or Chex Mix announced we're re-releasing Chex Quest yeah. in HD. I, yeah, I remember. Okay, so that came out today. Chex Quest 3 oh. is out. Chex Quest HD is now out. Okay. And this thread I saw just before we started streaming was uh, Warrior 64 saying, hey, it's out. Here's a link to it. Then some random dude says, at Limited Run Games, please tell me you guys will help preserve this weird and legendary game. Limited Run Games responded by saying, we already tried two years ago and the General Mills rep treated us like we dreamed Chex Quest up. Then at Chex Quest responded to this saying, whoa, 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 hit my DMs. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. So maybe there's going to be a boxed limited runs copy of Chex Quest HD in the future. If it doesn't come in a box of Chex, they failed. You just download it. Like, it's 2019. I don't know what to tell you. You just download it. Like, of course you just download it. Yeah. But they should give you Um, a box of Chex with the code in it, obviously. Maybe they should, like, I don't know. Should they actually do box art or should they make the box? Actually, this is what they should do. The game box art should be this cool box art that they designed, but it should come in like a paper sleeve that looks like a cereal box. Honestly, what they should do is just make a bunch of copies like on disc, burn a bunch of discs, put it in one of those shitty sleeves that you would get, then send them all to checks because if checks is in on it, just tell them to like put it in a bunch of their boxes and then sell them that way. I guess so. They could also do that. That's true. That would be interesting. Um, this is dumb. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's to come from this. No, this is dumb. I just loved this Twitter thread, mm-hmm. and I thought this was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I love the idea of this limited runs. This this weird indie 
physical copy game pub like publisher com- going up to a cereal box thing and being like hey we'd love to do something with the game you guys made and then being like what the hell are you like, talking we didn't make about a game. <laughs> what do you we we make breakfast cereal are you high and they're like what are you do- come on checks about-. and like i love i wish i could have been i could see those emails yeah um and then i want to see whoever's running this twitter account then getting like added into this like slack channel or whatever and being like yo let's make this happen <laughs> i want to, like what is going down at checks at general mills right now there's a really excited social media intern yeah knocking on the ceo's door being like i have this idea i mean that's what happened is that they hired somebody to do pr or even hr or something now that replaced the person that's like what are you talking about we make cereal and they grew up with this stupid game or like at least remember it, and they're like, "Oh man, like we can totally we have an opportunity." I want this. Here. I want this to happen. Yeah, I want this. To, I think this would be a win for for a group of people. I don't yeah. know who that group is, but I think it would be a win. Basically, this is my way of pushing my agenda. Of everybody that's old needs to get out of every job and let us new generation take over, so more cool stuff like this can happen all the time. Sure, this is an important topic. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's it for news. If people want to send in questions, they can send in questions at topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. I will read this first question from VGC Kenny. If a game or series has been dead for a while, what do you think the best idea to bring it back, uh, to bring it back? A, just continuing it, like Donkey Kong Country Returns. B, remaking the original, like with the uh, Crash Bandicoot, or uh, yeah, Insane Trilogy. Excuse me. Or C, rebooting it, like with Hitman 2016. Okay. First of all, I have to say I'm okay with any of these three. Um, What I prefer... I kind of prefer a reboot because it gives new people to the series an opportunity to jump in and not feel like they're totally clean. Yeah. And then it's a new like I always prefer a completely new prod product, but stuff like the Resident Evil 2 remake was really nice to like cash in on my nostalgia. Uh, No, I would. I think I prefer a reboot myself. Yeah, well, the the example you just gave with the Resident Evil 2, that's a specific scenario because yeah. they did way more than just remake it. That's like a remix almost kind of thing. Like yeah. they, they definitely change stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would actually say B is my least favorite, just a remake because it's like I could play this exact thing. I don't need it to like look better sure. or whatever. Um, that's my least favorite. Although it is still fun. Like, I mean, I, I bought Burnout Paradise Remastered. I, I'm, I'm glad I have a better looking version of that that is more accessible. But um continuing it or rebooting it i get i'm trying to think of like i what would you want them to do with mass effect oh so the thing with mass effect is they completed the story of shepherd so i'd be okay with them just doing a new mass effect with a new like tagline or whatever and just it being good but like a new story completely so that's technically a reboot yeah, probably a reboot. Okay. Although, yeah, 
I don't know. That's kind of just continuing it, right? Because it's just another story in that universe. I guess, but I mean, could you say that about any kind of reboot? Is this just another story in that universe? Uh, I mean... Like, if you think of Andromeda, even though it's technically not a reboot, it was set so far away. Yeah. It's, it's, you could consider it a reboot. Like, nothing of the first one counts, basically. But it's not a reboot because it's not the same characters. I think is the big difference. I get, I get, okay, so the reboot has to have the same characters? Or or the, a similar story, at least, I think. Like, it has to be, like, reminiscent of something, I think. Not just a new product. I, yeah, I don't know. It I, Yeah, I don't know which one I like more. I do really like when something comes back after a while. Yeah. And they actually take that time into consideration. Yeah, like like um, uh, the one at the top of my head is like when Twin Peaks came back, it had been 25 years since that show. And in the in the show, 25 years passed like they acknowledged that time. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, I do also like like time skips, which I guess could kind of be like a reboot. Like, what do you consider God of War? Is that See, a reboot? what I would. Yeah, I think that's a re. Or, well, technically, it's continuing the story. You're right, it is but continuing like the, it. The gameplay is different. Yeah. It's the same characters. Oh, yeah. No, like, you're right. It's actually a little bit of both. It's weird. It's it's weird, but but I do like when characters are like, like a, a time skip happens, and I think of stuff like like reboot when they did their time skip <laughs> yeah. with like Enzo growing yeah. up. Like that was cool. Um. I even like the show All Grown Up when the the Rugrats grew up. I can, but I know I'm in. The yeah, I'm there. less behind that one, but sure. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know which one I prefer. Uh, I think remake is my least interesting. I one. think it depends also what you value more because I think if you're just continuing it, you probably value story stuff. Like I, the thing I like about rebooting is. I like the mechanical changes. So for me, God of War, I don't really care that it's continuing the story. What I really liked about that game is that it like completely changed how that game is played. If that makes sense. Sure. But they do some really cool stuff with that story, like coming back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like touching on his past. Yeah. Like that was very cool. That's a weird outlier. I think where it kind of does yeah. both very well. What would you consider something like this is probably going on too long for this question now. But Metal Gear, that series where it bounces back and forth in like one single timeline where like the next game actually came out before this game that came out three years ago. Like, oh, you mean like just putting out a prequel or prequel or like games in between other games <laughs> like Metal Gear That's Solid fine. 5. I would put that in the A category. You're continuing okay. it because the story yeah. is like you're just showing more of that. story. I, agree. So I wouldn't say it's a reboot. I feel like a reboot has to have. I guess I wouldn't call the God of War one a reboot um, from a story standpoint, because I feel like a reboot has to imply the other things do don't count. Yeah, no, like you're we, right. We're allowed to now say things that will contradict that stuff because it doesn't count anymore. That's true. And the and God of War is a bit of an outlier because they changed the, the gameplay of it so differently, so so much that it became something else. Um, from a story standpoint, no, the, all that stuff does still count. True. And I feel like a reboot wipes it clean. Yeah, it says no. This is why we're allowed to say these things. Um, like they, someone in the chat basically said, DMC versus Devil May Cry. That's a reboot, and it definitely is because 
none of that other stuff mattered. Right. This is just like a reinterpretation of the character and, and what they're doing. and whatnot. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, VGC Kenny has a second question and it's another Sonic movie question. If they were to include some of the crush 40 or other vocal songs, would you want them to get the original artists back or have them be covered? If the latter, who would you want covering some of these songs? So who is crush for? Yeah. The, he's talking about like the songs from the games or whatever. Would we want those? Is crush 40 the, the, did the adventure two song? Probably. Um, so I've taken, it's live and learn. I've okay, yeah, that's definitely taken yes. some shit for this, but I don't like covers of songs generally ever. So I would want, I guess the original artist back, but I don't care <laughs> in this case specifically, it might be funnier to have this, this music get covered by like a newer band. Um, I think that would be that would be very funny. I think that would be a good nod to it. Yeah. If if there was like a Kesha cover, yeah, of like a like a known Sonic song, I think that would be very funny. Yeah, um, Kesha's a good one, actually. That's hilarious. I like that would be fine. I'm trying to think. Like again, I'm I'm with you. I do not care what they do with the Sonic movie, <laughs> but let's. I'm trying to put put myself in the shoes of somebody who likes Sonic. And I'm and I'm seeing the shoes now, and they light up every time I step. Mm. I'm I'm sure, um, but it, they're at a bar, and just on the jukebox, quietly, one of those songs is playing. Like that'd be a fun nod. Yeah, that's fine. That like just sure. just the exact song, um, <laughs> or the bands in the back corner <laughs> playing for nickels, yeah. playing their song. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, honestly, like if this was me. I like your scenario, in which case I would just want the original track playing because that's hilarious and like a nice nod. Um, I think that I think that's a good if nod, I was yeah. like a studio making this, I think I would obviously get a band that's hot to cover it so that there is like some way to sell the soundtrack or like something to put in the like marketing material. Right. I mean, they put gangsters in paradise for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Very, very uh, uh, notable and current song yeah you know coolio <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um i can't think of anyone who would you want to cover a a, a sonic song uh, what if we just got like my chemical romance or something just do some weird screamo God, version that it's too yeah it's, i think i don't think that what if okay what if I'm trying to think of like some of those songs. So we have we have the surfing down the like the San Francisco, the first level song. Okay. Live and learn, live in the city. There's the there's the knuckles rap. Who would you want to do the rap? The knuckles rap. That pumpkin, that Halloween, that really bad stage where I stopped playing that game. <laughs> I could not take it anymore. Uh Okay, what if what if just like Will Smith came back, yeah, and and rapped yep. that the Knuckles rap as the genie from Aladdin. Again, here's the thing though, I just wouldn't care. Yeah. Like I so wouldn't care. I'd still be like, I hate this song. Yeah, no, totally. Will Smith, I, Will Smith. I like you as an actor. I watched a lot of Fresh Prince growing up. I hate this song, and I hate this movie. Probably, <laughs> fuck, fuck this, and fuck you. 
You might as well be the Epic Games Store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at me. At me on Twitter. Sean underscore Booker. Next question comes from Rasterman7. Yeah. Cliche question. If you were the president slash CEO of any game company of your choice for a day, what would you do? I, oh, man. Is this is this like... Was like were your hands shaken? Was I given the position, or did I just wake up and I'm like, I think you the, just like wake a up weird, like a Freaky Friday, just like, oh God, I'm yes, I am the CEO. You're right. So okay, let's just get this out of the way. If I ran Epic, I would shut down the game store. <laughs> there, it's said. Now let's move on to actual answers. <laughs> I mean, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, honestly, if I like I ran like- Epic, I would probably just take a bath in my tub full of money. Is probably what sure. I would do. There, there's also the realistic scenario of like, I doubt you're going to get anything done in a day. Anything big. Yeah, you wouldn't get anything done. You could probably like, you're the CEO. No one's going to tell you what to do. Um, You might be able to like sit on the photocopier and scan your butt. Yeah. Tell that intern to get the coffee right this time. You could do that. Yeah. I mean, because like those, I can't do those things now at my job. I'm not the CEO. I mean, I could tell somebody um, to get the coffee right and then they would never talk to me again, probably. Honestly, like realistically, I would take a day off and just be like, sweet, free day. Yeah. I don't have to work today. <laughs> um, I'm trying to there's your not think of not something I would answer. do if I was Randy Pitchford. You know what? If I was Randy Pitchford, I would just say I'm sorry for everything on Twitter and let him deal with everybody. Yeah, I, don't, I would not want to be Randy Pitchford. That sounds like just a that's just 24 hours of a headache. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it is top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel and John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Uh, observation default. And I will give it to Devil May Cry 5. Uh, look forward next week. We will be recording our Katana Zero TDP Plus episode. Um, so if that sounds interesting to you, make sure you're subscribed to our Patreon so you can get access to that and the whole library. Um, also, if you're listening to this live, you have until the end of tonight to vote on what game we are going to play next month. Um, so go over there and vote for that so we can buy our, buy our games and start playing. Other than that, we will see you guys next week, which I think John should be joining us, but we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.